0: Corner Talk with Sam Hughes right here and we're going to change it to coffee talk cuz it's like 8:30 in the morning for you. I drink coffee at any time of the day, so <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to ask you about that. How do you drink your coffee first of all? Uh, I saw you have a coffee sponsor now.
1: Yes, I do. Um he's awesome. Engine Company Coffee, uh really really tasty. Uh but I usually do just the drip and then I don't like Starbucks, so I'll just throw that out there, but I do like their um they're cold foam. So I've kind of stolen the cold foam idea. And then I oh, put my own uh, cream at, at the house. And then I'll just put like cinnamon or anything like that on it. So it'll be all black coffee and then a layer of the cold foam and then a little dusting of cinnamon. So not too fancy, but, you know, just a little cream as kid.
0: Yeah, no, Starbucks is like good for their fancy stuff. Nobody really goes to it for the coffee. Exactly. We're kind like of like connoisseurs. Uh, well, I mean, I have them like as straight up black espresso. Okay. <laughs> you know, like I like it here like that. But like if if I get it outside, like I love the cappuccinos and how creative they get with like those. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I wasn't too I wasn't too uh, I didn't really hate the diner coffee, honestly, like certain diners in America were like, you know, it, it has its thing
1: you Yeah, the vanilla
0: not, thing, you know,
1: they're not terrible. But um, yeah, sometimes you can get a little sludgy. Uh, yeah. But, you know,
0: <laughs> so now you're going to be opening a UFC 287, which is uh, y- your first numbered event, uh, first arena event for UFC. Uh, so what was your reaction when you heard that, you know, you're going to fight in an arena?
1: <laughs> uh, super excited. Uh, I was actually all over the place. Um, so I was obviously like brought in uh, a COVID fighter. So, yeah, all my fights have been at, um, at the Apex. Even um, the first pay-per-view that I was on, but it didn't really feel like one because I was still in the small cage at the Apex. Um, But so to to open up at uh, 287, super exciting. It being in Miami, my brother is actually in medical school in Miami. So it's like perfect that he's already there. Whenever I told him that, he freaked out. And then whenever I told all my family, they were like, "Okay, well, we're getting flights right now. Um, so that was pretty cool. Um, but I, I like Miami a lot. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I love hot weather, so it's going to be even better. And then we can go celebrate, have uh, time on the beach, uh, and just enjoy it. So yeah, I'm really looking
0: forward to it. Are you already making a list of foods you're going to eat? Things you're going to try? The food, <laughs> food trucks in Miami cut type thing? <laughs>
1: Yes, actually, my brother has been sending me restaurants. He's like, hey, we got to go here after your fight. We got to go here because he knows all the good spots. Um, but for me, I'm like secretly looking up like best cookies in Miami, best cakes in Miami. Like, so hey. I'm going to be a total fat kid afterwards and then just do the thing.
0: This is like uh, there was a fighter I interviewed recently that that said that I have a ten- I noticed a tendency of like female athletes being uh, having more of a sweet tooth after fighting. And men are usually the ones that want like pizzas, burgers and stuff like that. <laughs> yep yeah yeah yep. but so so now you are coming as off. so you had like the 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 two fight win streak you strung together in the ufc right and then mm-hmm. um you had one setback recently but um it's f- like how were your feelings after that fight because as i said for me it's funny to say but for me it was like one of your best performances you know in yeah. a loss so it's like how do you how do you feel about them
1: and it's really funny you say that, Nick, because um, a lot of people reach out to me after that fight and they're like, man, you look so good. It's just uh, I mean, you got taken down a couple of times and that's that's exactly why you lost that fight. So uh, that was the major thing that I took away was, you know, she couldn't hold me down on the ground, but um, she did have really good wrestling. Um, and so that's something that I've been really working on and sitting on um, and personally feeling offended if anybody's taking me down. So like. I don't think she's going to be able to take me down. Um, I'm just going to be so defiant this um, in this fight coming up. Um, So that's something that I really took away. And I really didn't even consider, I mean, yeah, I consider it a loss because it goes my record, but really I wasn't beat up or torn up about it. Um, I was like, okay, I, I understand this is something that I need to work on and let's just build on this and let's sit on it for however long until the UFC calls me again. And then we get another fight. So that's something that I just took away. So jujitsu, wrestling, defense, and wrestling in general is something that I just was like, let's fucking do this thing. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. I think the timing is really good, you know, getting this fight I, I in particular after that one, you know? Yeah, I think so yep. too. And maybe like the contract situation kind of like plays a role. I remember like the time when you used to beat up, beat yourself up about it was like when you were kind of like you felt your back was against the wall, but at least like now you've strung together some wins and everything. So... I
1: feel a little bit safer not safe definitely not safe but um safer so um yeah this is I think my third fight on my second contract so I still have two more so that's that's one thing in the back of my mind too is like I really want to have a really good performance this fight um Mm -hmm. and then so hopefully that fourth fight on my second contract will be like a no no big thing. So then I can sign a third a third contract. So it's just yeah. things in the back of your mind. You n- you never know. I mean, nothing's ever guaranteed with the UFC. So we'll see.
0: Um, this was also your first loss while at Fortis. Uh, I'm always curious, like what's what's the team reaction uh after that fight and how is that like different than it was in the past?
1: Yeah, actually super supportive. Um everybody showed me so much love and they were saying, you know, how great of a fight it was and uh I mean, everybody reached out to me like uh, Ramiz, Damon, uh, Uriah, even, I mean, they were all like, Hey, whatever you want to work on, let's, let's sit down and work on it. Whatever you need, uh, just let me know. So that was really cool instead of like people, you know, cause I mean, people are always like, Oh, you look so good. Or you, lo- you did this, you did that. But like, nobody's actually being like, Hey, if you, if you need help from me in any aspect, like, let me know. Um, so Damon's a really, obviously a really good wrestler. He coaches high school wrestling too. Um, mm-hmm. so he reached out to me and he said, you know, Hey, if you want to do some, some classes and things like that, just let me know. So I did, I reached out to him. Um, Ramiz is a crazy. Good grappler grappler. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I mean, it was nothing but love and nothing but support. Um, uh, being at Fortis is like night and day. Cause everybody just, it's one big family. Um, and everybody's trying to lift each other up instead of like stepping on each other to mm. be the top dog, you know? That's, yeah. You that's see not- that. That's the big difference.
0: I was going to say, you see that a lot in in bigger gyms. Once you switch to bigger gyms, there's a lot of pride in fighting for that name. And I'm pretty sure, and it sounds like that is something that you have now, um, and that all your teammates have as well. Like, hey, let's make sure none of our teammates ever lose again, you know?
1: Exactly. Because it's a reflection on us as a family instead of like just one single person.
0: Do you feel any pressure now, like fighting uh, in the name of Fortis, basically? or has it fallen off at this point
1: yeah so i i I did um my first couple fights uh i really really felt that pressure and even it's safe so funny because he just knows like i don't even have to say anything and he just knows exactly what i'm thinking which is terrifying but it's like a like a dad you know like a dad figure um because he's like hey i know what you're thinking you're putting a whole lot of of pressure on yourself and wanting to represent Fortis in a good way um but you need to knock that shit off because he's like all that it comes down to is like you he was like nobody else cares you know I mean they care how you like look and represent yourself but like if you lose nobody's gonna be like fuck you sam you're not you know like yeah. nobody's like that so he's like you need to just take that away from like your thought process and just focus on you and focus on having a great performance and so ever since we had that conversation i've kind of just let it go um and moved on and it's like now i'm excited to represent fortis and i like you know wear that name proudly um yeah. so it's 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 a big like shift in thought process um for me so uh but it's been it's been great
0: that's fantastic. Yeah. Uh- <clears throat> When listening to this uh this uh, podcast with this uh, mindset coach as well recently they were talking about particularly pertaining to fighters like about uh approaching the fight from a level, from a place of excitement instead like be excited to showcase uh, every single aspect of your game uh at 15 seconds at a time instead yep. of like you know what i mean and um maybe that's how like you can showcase also how good for this is like hey you know, fifteen seconds at a time. Let's just t- have fun in there. It's like it, it yeah. opens meant to have, having fun again. Yeah,
1: exactly. And, and that's uh, something yeah. that safe said the other day. Uh, after sparring, he was like, he was like, finally, I see you actually like having fun in training and stuff like that. And he was like, especially in this camp, he was like, in the in the camp leading up to Pira um fight. He was like, I could tell how tense you were and how like how much pressure you put on yourself. But he was like, this whole camp, I've been seeing you just like having so much fun and like you feel relaxed. And he was like, you're so more, so much more creative whenever you're relaxed and having fun. So he was like, keep that shit up. Don't don't be weird like coming into fight week. He was like, just keep this thing going. I was like, okay, okay.
0: <laughs> don't, yeah, don't change into this like oh I'm so excited to fight. Like uh, it changes <laughs> yeah. changes your whole demeanor and everything. And people are like, who is this person?
1: <laughs> it definitely does
0: yeah and uh it's like so because so before that last fight you had the two fight winning streak as i said and i'm sure that gave you a lot of confidence right um how do you like tap back into that confidence now
1: yeah so i was just reading this thing and it's like confidence isn't defined by wins or losses it's 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 actually like how you see yourself going forward so yeah you have to have some failures and setbacks to have success so for me it's like I'm just keeping this ball rolling and it's not necessarily like me being set back. It's like propelling me forward in every aspect, um, my failures, my, my wins. Um, so this whole idea of confidence is just like, for me, it's just a building snowball. Um, and so I do feel like I have a lot of momentum coming behind me. Um, I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot in this past year that I've been at, well, a little over a year now that I've been at Fortis. Then I have like, man in my whole fight career. I mean this has been like such a learning and growth um growth mindset and um and just growth overall as like being a better person. Um so for me that's kind of how I'm going into this. I'm just like, you know what? Let's just have fun. Like you get to do like what what 600 people get to do in the world. So it's like mm-hmm. have fucking fun, you yeah. know? Like have some fun and just like be present over everything.
0: Present, yeah you get to do some cool shit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I won't lie. I won't lie. Yeah. yeah, It's, it's, um, it's interesting. Cause like, I always say what, what separates, I think like the extraordinary from the ordinary is like the fact that you come out from the other side, uh, uh, having stumbled and going, uh, breaking through those hardships and coming out better on the other side is, is the one that separates them, you know?
1: Absolutely.
0: And do you practice gratitude at all? Is that something that, (laughs)
1: I do actually. Uh, I sense it. I sense it. Yep. Um, so, I mean, that's something like if I'm, you know, feeling tired, um, obviously it's maybe the end of the week and I've had like a lot of training sessions and I'm just worn down, you're beat up, you're feeling like, man, should I really go in today? And it's like, okay, let's take a step back. Let's be like, why, why do you, why do you feel this way? And then how can we kind of change this mindset? So it's like, I don't have to go in. I get to go in. I get to do these things. Um, mm-hmm. so it's like, I'm grateful for, you know, every opportunity I'm grateful for my, my health and, um, you no know, injuries and, and everything else. And so it's like, uh, yeah, I, gratitude is a big thing I practice. And then right after you're done, you're just, uh, you have this like burst of energy and you're like, oh man, okay. And now I'm ready to go into the gym. So this is pretty cool.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, does that is that one of those discoveries? Because um, I was gonna ask also about the are there what are there some like new discoveries about the fight game? Because uh, now that now that you've been like fighting at this the top promotion of the world for for a while now, you know what are some of those discoveries that have made you appreciate it even more? Yeah. You know? Oh
1: man, that yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I just I feel like a lot of fighters put their opponents or other people in the top fifteen like on this pedestal. Um, and it's, and it's like, you know, any one of those, uh, um, like people at like the top 15 or even in the top 20 could change at any moment. So it's like, you can't really put yourself on this like pedestal, um, because things can change in a, in a moment's time, you know, freaky things happen in fights. Um, and so I feel like a lot of people place their opponents, um, like having, like they're almost invincible. Right. And you can't look at it like that. You're like, th- this is just another person. They have like their own insecurities. They're also terrified. They're also like worried about this, this, and this. Um, so you just have to go into it and be like, all right, I'm just fighting another person that's been through similar, um, mm-hmm. uh, similar instances and um, similar experiences. Um, and I just have to go find my fight. Um, so that's actually taken a lot of pressure off me. And then it's actually kind of made me focus a little bit more um so that's actually helped quite a bit to kind of kind of take a step back and just be like all those people and it's kind of like like public speaking too it's like okay if you just look at everybody like they're just in their underwear they're naked it's like oh okay okay this makes things a lot less less pressure or whatever
0: Mm -hmm. it's like i'm the one up here i'm the one that yeah (laughs) that everyone's looking to as well so you know yeah and at the same time and tying this point into your opponent now um you are the one who's been tested who's had the strength of schedule i feel like so i feel like it's up to her to make the statement all the pressure is on her she's the one that has to make her debut right now does that play into your mind at all as well
1: absolutely i mean you you spoke the words for me and also she's in her hometown so you know she's gonna be in her crowd and there and that's a lot of pressure in itself it's like i have to look good i mean you saw it um uh in san antonio it's like that was a lot of pressure on a lot of those guys from San Antonio or like the Texas area, um, because they had all their friends and family there. Um, so I think that puts a lot of pressure on, on her. Uh, so that's kind of something to think about as well, but yeah, I have had a tough ass road in, in the UFC and I just feel like, you know, this is another opponent. I'm not taking her lightly by any stretch of the imagination. I respect her ground game. I respect, um, everything she's done as a martial artist, but, um, you know, this is this is kind of my time, and uh, and it's just like this is just a stepping stone for me um, to showcase like really truly who I am.
0: I got into the tape. She has like say she's six and zero, oh, and all of those were like first round finishes. Uh, you know, does does that pay, play into the game plan at all? Like wanting to extend the fight a little bit more? Uh, yeah, you know? definitely. Because I personally, when I was looking at it, I was like, I wish there was more because I want to see how her cardio is. You know, what you know, how 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 does she deal with adversity uh, and being pushed? Yeah. Yes.
1: Yep. And so that's exactly, uh, that's kind of what I'm thinking too. It's like, I, I want to like take her into the third or second and third rounds, like, cause we don't know her cardio. Um, I mean, I remember <clears throat> in the Estella fight, I think it, it was, this, it was in the second round and it was like the first minute and a half, um, in the, in the second round. And I saw her take that deep breath and she was like, <sighs> and I was like, Oh, ah, okay. I got you. You've not been doing cardio. So I'm going to push this pace even more and really fuck your world up. Mm. Um, so that's kind of what my, my mindset is right now. It's like, okay, yeah, we all know you can make it through the first round. Okay. Like you're very, very good there, but how good are you in the second? And even in the third, are you going to fade? Have you been, you know, doing sprints? Have you been doing long cardio? It's like, I want to see that. And that's, that's, that's my wheelhouse. I mean, you know, that,
0: yeah and that was that was a huge momentum shift yeah but this is where yeah. i saw it like i mean like you're a cardio machine that's like uh i mean again like one of your strongest weapons i feel like the yeah. under the underrated weapon which i recently had to deal with <laughs> i had like uh, <laughs> car- cardio issues in a spar with this young kid and i was like no cardio let me down You <laughs> know it's humbling <laughs> it is um, very humbling you're like oh shit
1: i'm tired now now what do i
0: do yeah, yeah. and estella trains out of the same gym I don't know if they're mm-hmm. working on cardio there. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm not. I I'm not either. talking them down or anything, but like. <laughs> <laughs> so. uh So how do you? So what are other uh, elements that you see? What? How do you see the fight going? I guess I want to ask.
1: Yeah, so. I actually you said because I've heard
0: you. Sorry, I've I've heard you speak about the. You want to stop her. Um,
1: yep, I definitely yep. do. I want to stop it, um, and if that happens in the second, great. But if. I know it's going to definitely happen in the third if she makes it that long. Um, I just, I have a lot of tools in my tool belt and I'm going to be creative and I'm going to be super relaxed. Um, So that's, that's my biggest thing is I'm just going to get her to that point and start pulling out those, um, uh, those mistakes and, you know, because she's going to be tired. I know she's going to be tired. Um, So I know she's going to make some mistakes and I'm going to capitalize on
0: those. And adrenaline dumps. A real thing. And yeah.
1: adrenaline dumps. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. that's that's a lot of pressure as well, being in front of all those eyes. Um, and I don't know if she's ever done that before. Um, I mean, I know jiu-jitsu competitions are um, there's a lot of eyes in the arena, but there's also a lot of mats too. So it's like not everybody's looking at your specific rolling or grappling or whatever. So it's uh so we'll we'll see how she handles that pressure, but um, but I'm fully capable of it and I've seen uh I've been in there before multiple times. So I'm excited.
0: Great. How has life changed for you outside of fighting as well over the last, <laughs> like since the last fight?
1: <laughs> uh, it's been good. Uh, it's been really good. Uh, something that I've been like working on is um, my strength and conditioning. Um, so obviously I haven't put like all, all my stock into cardio, um, but strength conditioning has been a big one. And uh, actually my boyfriend now he's a strength conditioning coach. So right. I've just been working with him and he's been busting my ass So, uh, so that's been really good. And I feel like a huge game changer for me. Um, And I already see it because I'm, I had to cut from, you know, a heavier weight. um, And I was already super lean at that weight. So now it's just like, man, this is going to be really exciting. I feel super strong. I feel very fast. Um, So, uh, so life feels a little bit more balanced but not in like a bad way it's like it's I haven't taken away from my concentration of fighting at, by any stretch of the imagination um if anything I've like added to it and created like more of a circle that has like been supporting me and lifting me up um so yeah. so that's been really cool so like we bond over you know going to the gym and working out and trying to eat healthy
0: <laughs> yeah so 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 how is it like uh separating coach from boyfriend you
1: know uh in the beginning it was very hard because we got in a couple of fights uh yeah. and we would like just yell at each other and it's like motherfucker you're not you're like my boyfriend right now don't be coach because like I can't do that right now <laughs> and then he would start laughing and then we'd like get back to normal but um yeah that's been it was kind of like a little uh like a little wiggle period or grace period, uh, where we had to like feel each other out as far as that goes. But it's been it's been fun. I like. Yeah. It's been great. I mean, he's like the biggest supporter and loves everything, and he watches like all all the fights with me. Um, and it's not even like I have to like convince him. He's like, "Hey, do you want to watch the fights?" I'm like, "Yeah, let's do it." So that's that's really cool. Yeah.
0: Nice. Love it. Love it. Love it. So that's like <laughs> I just adds into the balance, the balance of life and the circles exactly. you surround yourself with. Everyone is like sort of like focused on the same goals, and yep. you know investing in you when it's your time yeah
1: exactly yeah. exactly
0: so before i go to the fan questions okay. uh i'm gonna get your i want to get your prediction on like the top three fights of this event as well because okay. <laughs> these are pretty like good. there's some pretty unpredictable fights over here mm. what was it oh uh, wait oh man the fight card what was the the, the one before oh yeah there the was rob font uh, adrian yanez first crazy strikers matchup first of all yep what do you think's gonna happen <laughs>
1: Uh you know Adrian yanez is like a monster. I kind of I think he's going to take it.
0: Yeah, it was, And uh... he's
1: he's not the favorite either. He's the underdog, right?
0: Oh, he's the underdog? Okay, I, hold on. I, I got to pull remember. this up. I got to pull yeah. this up for a second. But because but it would make sense honestly because like Rob has uh fought uh, the top guys and like the the title holders and Yep. Uh <laughs> oh, no, no, he's the favorite. He's the favorite. He's the favorite. Oh, he's the yeah. favorite. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, yeah. I still stand by that then.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, so here's one where I'm actually gonna go with the underdog, and this is one of the bigger underdogs on the card. Gilbert Burns or Jorge Masvidal.
1: Oh, Gilbert, for sure.
0: You're taking Gilbert? That's yep. that's the huge favorite, yeah. Yep.
1: Yep. Yeah. What do you think? How do
0: you think? Man, I, I really think Jorge <laughs> really? has worked has worked on his I don't think like He's dealt with the best of wrestlers. He's dealt with like Usman's wrestling as well, which he got up from a couple of times. Uh, The the Colby fight, I I agree. There was way too much emotion involved and stuff like that. But even there, he did well and he clipped him like a few times. I don't think Gilbert has the chin for it. If it it does get standing a little bit more. uh, Do you think he grinds him out?
1: Yeah, I think Gilbert wrestles him. I think he just is just overwhelmingly like just a wet blanket and just wrestles him, makes him dog tired. And then it's hard for him to throw
0: even if you say even if you believe Jorge has been only working wrestling this whole time yeah, yeah. yeah for sure yeah about nickel <laughs> that's true
1: <laughs> that's true <laughs> Ah, it's so interesting
0: well, if the odds if you if 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 you see the odds, maybe okay maybe maybe from a like fight prediction perspective, then I would have to go with Gilbert and then from a betting perspective you have to go with Jorge because it's almost five yeah, to one okay. Okay, almost five fair. to one man
1: <laughs> that's that's fair
0: all right, fair enough, and then the main events. Uh, Alex Pereira is he
1: I think Izzy's gonna take back his belt. I really do. Really? I think he's yeah because fourth times think, a charm. Yeah, <laughs> 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 right. I think he's just gonna be smarter. Um, and not that he wasn't smart in his first game plan. Um, because he, you know he almost put um Alex out in the first um in the first round.
0: Yeah, and he was a uh, three-one. Like
1: Yeah. And then he's just been sitting on his wrestling um, and he's been wrestling like crazy. So I think he's probably going to have a good mix. Um, And, and and again, like, I just don't think Alex needs to be at that weight class. I think he needs to go up to 205 because he's huge. I mean, and and that's draining, you know, you saw it in his last fight. He was, Mm -hmm. he was exhausted because of that massive weight cut. So um, I do, I think Alex is good. Yeah. I think he's fucking amazing, but um, I think that's, it's, that's his kryptonite is that weight
0: cut yeah and but and also i mean playing devil's advocate kind of yep. uh is he wrestled a bit that fight and he gassed out more than he ever did i feel like also because okay. of that maybe do you think maybe do you think he has to get a, get a finish or do you think if it gets extended like he'll get tired again if he starts implementing a wrestling game plan
1: well if he's been wrestling uh like he has and like like he says he has um i think that cardio is going to jump up because wrestling cardio is different than just cardio cardio you know um there's a big difference in kickboxing cardio versus wrestling cardio um in mm. my opinion so you know if he's been sitting on that for the past uh what's it been uh, like half a uh, year or like that?
0: no Maybe i was not. in i was in vegas then so it would have been october Probably, okay, yeah, so yeah, five, almost half a year, yeah,
1: yeah, okay. Um, yeah, so I think, uh, you know, that his his gas tank might go up, I'm not sure, but but then he's also, but Alex is bigger, and so, like, you know, trying to grapple like a heavy, strong dude is, I don't know, we'll see, but I, I do so think weird. he's gonna take it.
0: <laughs> this is the weirdest matchup for me ever because I know, in, in in most of these fights, like, this is the fourth time they're fighting, like, in different disciplines, sure. Uh, Alex has always won, but he's always been losing before the win comes. Yep. So that's why what makes it tricky. It's like he's losing, but he's always finding that finish. So, yeah, that's where I can't even make a prediction on this one. I'll probably go like Barrera again just because, like, he just has his number. of like, but yeah, I, I, I agree, yeah. he will be losing it until he does it again. I feel like it's <laughs> gonna go the same way. That's just the way he does it. <laughs> maybe yeah. you're
1: right, maybe that's his whole game plan. <laughs> yeah, it's just like
0: he needs he, he needs his back against the wall to sort of <laughs> yeah, pull, pull there's, it off.
1: You know, there's a lot of fighters like that, so I don't yeah. maybe maybe
0: With that fire in him, like yep. Leon, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Where's the? All right. Let me get into these fan questions. Okay, I have to the odds open here. Just a couple. I'll do a couple. Um, first one is from my friend, Draw Bear MMA, who you should follow right now. Um, okay. She cool. just became double champ and is going for triple champ in Australia. Uh, oh hell yeah! Okay, I'll yeah, her. yeah. Uh, so she always likes to ask, "What was your favorite fight and why?"
1: Um, my favorite fight, uh, so far has been the Estella fight, um, because I was down in the first round, um, and also it was my first fight with Fortis, um, so I felt like I had a lot of pressure, um, down the first round, I think one judge actually gave her a 10-8 round, um, so really? I mean I
0: forgot yeah.
1: yeah yeah I know and I was like a 10 8 like I didn't think it was that bad but like I mean I knew I I dropped that first round but anyway um it a
0: state standing right the first round as well I don't remember it going yeah, to the ground
1: It was that all standing yeah, um, yeah. and then the last two were um yeah they went to the ground but um but anyway um and I didn't even get like clipped like hard or like n- my knees didn't touch the ground or anything like that so I don't know yeah. anyway <laughs> anyway I knew I lost that first round um and that was the first uh fight with Fortis so it's like I kind of had a lot to prove um and there was like a big moment where I had this like gut check where it's like all right are you gonna be a loser or are you gonna like fucking man up and actually get this shit done um so that's like the conversation that I had with myself and it it taught me a lot about myself and taught me a lot like what I'm capable of um when you know the chips are down and you know your back's against the wall and you're fighting for a brand new team and this is the team that you know supported you for months and uh and kind of brought you out of a really dark place so um for me that was by far my favorite fight
0: so that's is it the deepest you ever had to dig you think uh yeah 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 it's good like i know a lot of people that are happy because we all like had money on you then (laughs) and we knew though like the funny thing is that like everyone kind of like maybe because it's from the interviews that we do they're like uh even after the first round we're like yeah just hold on because like Stella's about to gas out and then she's gonna pick her apart so everyone sort of had that idea so nobody was even worried after that first one okay which is like i guess you you do invoke a lot of confidence in people (laughs) um Ash Betts underscore says, do you like London? Do you fancy coming over to London one day?
1: Oh, yeah, I know, Ash. Okay, cool. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I definitely. um, I've never been to London. I've just, you know, seen uh, pictures and videos and things like that. Um, But I I definitely want to go to Europe. I mean, you've got to be my tour guide because I need to go to Amsterdam, too. So, um, yeah, yeah, it gives me a good excuse uh, to go over there. Actually, Macy and and Hannah are are wanting to get married in Europe, I think, next year yeah
0: you know so where ish I, I,
1: I, I think like italy um they yeah. were talking about like italy like the mediterranean area um but they I haven't have to... like nailed down a certain point so definitely i'm gonna reach out to you um because i'm gonna invite my boyfriend and then we can all go like just hop around and you know drink and have fun so um, yeah yeah but definitely if, there, if there's
0: any uh go. single female fighters from fortis mma i am down because <laughs> I'll do it. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a lot of experience. Uh, I have some experience dating female fighters, so I, I know how to deal with all the weight cutting stuff, and you know, I understand the industry. Here's my here's my profile.
1: <laughs> Perfect. I'll be matchmaker for you, Nick.
0: Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, this is interesting. Um, here, San Fran Giants fan. This is uh, another coach I know in San Diego. Uh, what do you think about the way women are promoted in MMA versus men? Have you ever been oh. promoted in a way you found sexist by a promotion in the past? Do you think it's gotten better during the time you've been fighting?
1: I love this question so much because it is such a, uh, like a, not a trigger, but like, like a something that I really am like super passionate about because I hate the way women are promoted. It's like, I feel like only if you have a a bunch of followers because you show your ass, Mm -hmm. then you're put on this pedestal and you're lifted up and. Uh, the promoters are like, Oh, we've got this great girl and she needs to be like, whatever. And so like the only fans shit, the booty picks, it's like, I feel like those girls get first jump on easy matchups and being promoted heavily um, versus like, I've always wanted to be looked at as for my ability as an athlete and a martial yeah. artist. Um, that's where I like get a lot of pride and respect out of myself um because i'm like this is the only way that i want to be looked at if i have to resort to like ass pictures and like taking pictures on the beach with you know a thong bikini it's like i i still wear thong bikinis but i'm not putting that shit on like social media um, you put it
0: in your like close friends stories
1: yeah exactly like... <laughs> exactly <laughs> but that's like something that i i really do truly hate because it's like these girls should be um looked at as as athletes um not just because they have a nice ass or nice tits or whatever so i mean at the
0: at the end of the day sorry continue
1: no that was that was all i had oh yeah no i'm saying like at the end at the end
0: of the day like once you get to the once you get to the top like they'll always fall off like because then it's like skill that speaks always but you feel like so you feel like to get your foot in the door and like get uh matched up early on like it's it's a bit of a problem because like the pretty girls that post those kinds (laughs) of things uh, are the ones that get a head start yeah
1: definitely yeah. i mean you see it on uh you know the promotion uh, uh the promotions like under under the ufc and it's like those those girls they kind of build up from either from brazil or whatever um but that's kind of mm-hmm. like the uh um their go to i guess so,
0: yeah it's yeah. um and like so i talked to this person a lot about this uh about what i, I hate what the overplayed Thing which where where a lot of uh regional promotions, especially, promote the fight as like, oh, look, she's so beautiful, but also a killer. You know that kind that kind of thing. Yeah. I'm like, this is yeah. so overplayed. Like, come, on. like it's it's getting annoying. Yeah,
1: because yeah. none of the guys are like, oh, he's so hot, but also he yeah. can fight. It's like no, they never say that ever. <laughs> like, oh, he, he like, could he could be a
0: model. So- Why doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Yes, I'm like no. They always talk about the guy how skilled he is, how how long he's been in this um particular martial art um in whatever their skill set he has so it's like why can't we talk about women in the same light um, so yeah that's that's my little soapbox but i'm glad that uh, he asked that question because i It's So really she as
0: well it's question. a it's a oh, female okay. uh, coach yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 yeah
1: no i love that question uh,
0: um last one uh, jc greg uh, underscore which track do you have a repeat at the moment
1: <laughs> oh um okay so I am more of like a, I like hip hop. I, I yeah. really do. Like, I like Jake Cole. I like Wayne. Um, but I really like, like kind of easy listening. So like, I'm a big fan of like Giveon, Sir, um, uh, Tom Mish, um, those guys. So that's just kind of like, you'll have to look them up. I mean, they're yeah. really like, it's kind of like, uh, it's really like easy listening, kind of like get you mellow and kind of like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, I I really like, like that stuff.
0: Interesting. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. So that's what you're going to be listening to before the fight just to put your mind somewhere probably,
1: else. Probably this week I'll be listening to that. But then like day of, it's definitely going to be like Wayne, J. Cole, um, <laughs> probably Dr. Dre, um, yeah. Snoop Dogg, stuff like that. Yeah. Get into kill yeah. mode. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: well, Sam Hughes opening the UFC card on UFC Fight Pass, probably low well, for us at least um, mm-hmm. on April 8th, Saturday, April 8th, UFC 287 Miami. Thank you for stopping by again. Always nice catching up with you. Good luck.
1: Nick, thank you so much.